Hello, I'm Brian Likens, and I'm glad you're watching our broadcast today because I'm going to talk about perspective. I'm, I, I want to share with you a, a little bit about perspective for just a few moments and what it really means, what as, as believers, what we're supposed to be looking at. And you know, the Bible is our perspective. The actual, the, the actual word perspective is actually an artistic word. It's about drawing things. If you're drawing or sketching something about drawing it to perspective or in or out of perspective, you can draw something in perspective and it's correct that when someone views it or looks at it, they see or they, they can see in that image or that picture or that drawing or sketch exactly what you saw and see it correctly. Now, out of perspective is whether something is the hand is larger than it should be, the face is larger, it's oblong or it's, it's not incorrect, the hair, the, the clothing or anything or, or in proportion. All of those things, if they're not in perspective, it's out of perspective. And so when someone views it, they're actually looking at something that is incorrect to the original image. It's, it's not a correct view of what the artist originally saw. When they drew it, they drew it out of perspective. So they're, they're drawing something that is different than their, their actually, their natural eye actually sees. So perspective is the view that you see. What is your perspective and what perspective should we have? You know, in life, we were, there's so many things that go on. We look at things that may be unfair, unjust. And if we don't look at things with the proper or the correct perspective, then we are looking at something incorrectly if it's out of perspective. So what do we gauge this on? What is the correct perspective? Well, of course, we know as believers that the correct perspective is God's view. What does God see? What does he see and what does he say is fair and right and just? What does God say is correct? And from his view, because God is holy, God is righteous, God is not in unjust or he's not impure. God is, is perfect. And everything that he has, no matter what anybody says to you about God, how they would say if they, you know, they're look, they look at the Old Testament and they don't understand and they look at how things went. They look at the flood and they look at things that happened on the earth and they'll say, God is, how could you love a God like that? You can love a God like that because a God like that protected our uh, lineage. He protected the lineage to, so that there would be somebody on the earth there would be someone on the earth that God could bring Christ into in the human form, get him into the earth so that he could pay the price for us and he could take away the sin of the world. God had a plan and God's perspective, not only back then and not only now, is always good. It's always for the best for every person. God's perspective is, is to do right, to do righteous, to do good. And it's only good. Okay, I want to I want to read to you. I want to read to you in Psalms 84, and this is in the New Living Translation. I'm going to start in verse 10. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. O Lord of heaven's armies, what joy for those who trust in you. 
the perspective that comes from God is God is always good. He's always good for those that live and do and, and, and are upright. And that doesn't mean that it's only those that never sin. Because we all sin, we all fail. And this is where I think that many times when we look at the Word of God and we see the righteous, the upright, the just, and we may feel like that we are not that. We have got to change our mindset of who we are, realize that we are just, we are righteous, we are pure because of Christ. Doesn't mean that we go on doing whatever we want to do and living however we want to live, not coming up higher, not putting our flesh down, not stopping sin in our life. You know, we don't go on living and doing whatever we want to do, whatever we feel like, and then just say, oh, I'm righteous and I'm pure and I'm holy. No, that's, that is being twisted. That's wicked. That's a wrong perspective. But our perspective needs to line up with God's word of what he says, who he says we are, and what, how we are to live out in this world. And according to God's perspective, we are righteous and we are just because of Christ. Because when God looks at you, He sees you through Christ Jesus. He sees you as the righteousness of Christ. He sees you as holy and pure as Christ is. If He didn't, how could God look at any of us? How could He not turn away from any of us if He didn't look at us through Christ? If He didn't see us covered with that precious holy blessing of righteousness that came through Jesus Christ. So God looks at us and that perspective that God has toward us is correct because it's even though we feel like we're the ones that are drawn out of perspective because we're maybe twisted or we got problems, we got issues and we think, man, if you drew us the what, what if you drew us how we really are, it would be so ugly, it would be horrible and it would look distorted and disfigured and look out of place. But God sees us through the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And so based on that perspective, realizing how God sees us, that God is just, God is pure, and God is holy. We need to look at this world and we need to look at life through that perspective. What is God's view? I, I don't want to look at life thinking that I'm correct and thinking that I'm, I'm doing things right or, or looking at other people and judging them incorrectly or looking at something or a situation and saying that it's it's unjust, it's unfair, or whatever. I want to know what is true and what is right. And how can I know what is true and right except through the Word of God, through the precious living Word of God that He put in, had it written down for us to have so that we can look at it, so that we can see, that we can learn and know God's perspective, that we could know what is right, what is pure, and what is holy. What does God require of us? What is the requirement of the Lord? But to live righteous and, and justly, to do good, to be like Him, to obey the commandments of the Lord, to obey the Word of God, not so that we, we can keep our salvation because we keep every commandment. No, it's not for that. God knew that if you could not keep every law or every commandment. That's why the law was given to show you how impure and imperfect you are apart from him. But you are not apart from him. And he gave Christ and through the grace 
of salvation that is it is by grace through faith it is his grace and by faith we believe on the lord jesus christ and it's all by grace through faith and so the grace that was bestowed upon us through christ jesus is that we are children of the most high god we live uprightly even when we fail now what does that mean that god keeps us in a place of righteousness even when we mess up. Your righteousness is not stripped away from you when you fail or when you sin. That's that's what God's grace is there for because if it wasn't, we would all be, we'd be saved one day, we'd be unsaved the next. We'd be saved one day and unsaved the next. We'd be born again one day and unborn again. We'd be born again, we'd be unborn. We'd be lost, we'd be saved. We'd be lost. It would be back and forth. It, what kind of chaos is that? It's a, it, that, that is a chaos, you know, a twisted thinking. So God had a plan to keep you and me in grace so that when we fail, we are not stripped of righteousness. When we fail, we are not cast off or cast, cast aside. We remain holy and pure because of Him. Now, if we decide to turn away from Him, if we go and, and, and reject the, 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 the grace of Christ, if we reject the price that he paid and take it for granted, first of all, I guarantee you, you're probably not, you're not saved in the first place. If anyone has that type of mindset, they are not, they've never even been born again. Because for you to be born again, you're not going to turn and look at those things and you're not going to, you're not going to walk away from Christ or you're not going to go and just do everything against the kingdom of God and think, Oh, I'm saved because Christ saved me. That is twisted thinking. And it's someone that's in darkness. They, they don't have the light. But if you're truly, if you've truly been born again, that's what happens on the inside of you. When you, when you fail, when you mess up, you have that on the inside that says, Ooh, that's not right. So you, you apologize to the Lord for it and you move on and you keep going and you step up and you say, Lord, I'm going to work on that. Lord, I realize that that's not the right way to live because I know that it's not your perspective. That's not what you see or how I'm supposed to see or to live. It's out of perspective. So understanding what perspective is, when we view anything that's going on, the, the war that's going on uh, in Israel today, the the everything that's going on in our nation, whether it deals with abortion, homosexuality, whether it deals with lust, adultery, adultery, uh, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, it, gluttony, you, you can name anything. Anything that is not a faith is sin, the Bible says. Well, who of us walk in faith all of the time? If it wasn't for God's grace, you would not be able to walk out your daily life and and still be pure and holy. The only way we're able to do that is through the grace of the Lord God Almighty. So when we look at things that are going on in our world, the world wants to say, oh, don't talk. You know, love is accepting everyone and not talking bad about anyone. Well, there's got to be a truth and a correction. There's got to be a standard. You can't just go through life saying, oh, if that's the way you want to live, then that's okay. No, there is a standard. Why is there so much confusion? Confusion is twisted. Something that's been, uh, something you take two straight pieces of wire and you twist them together, that becomes wicked. You twist it all around. It's no longer straight. You take two things and you wicker, the word uh, 
uh, wicker comes from the word wicked, that wicker where it's twisted into furniture and it's manipulated around and twisted. Yeah, you can say, well, that turns into a good thing. But wickedness is not good. When you're talking about the the mind be it not being straight, when you're talking about understanding being twisted, it's out of perspective, it's out of kilter, it's out of whack. So we, in order to keep those things back in perspective, we have to go to the Word of God, that God is good, God is pure, God is holy, and anyone that lives and does uprightly, that, that is who the Lord blesses. The Lord is for the righteous and the upright, not the one that, that tries to steal and, and, and rob and to take and to, to hurt other people. Not the one that is constantly looking for themselves and being selfish and self-centered because they're not, that is not the character or the nature of God. So all of those things, if you want to know what the perspective is, God's perspective, you have to take it from his word, who he is and learn of him. Every day, learn of him, learn something, listen to someone, read your Bible, pray, talk to the Lord. Do something on a daily basis that grows you closer to Him, that keeps you in fellowship, that keeps you in connection, that keeps you in communion with the Lord God. And your perspective will change according to His perspective if you keep fellowshipping with Him. The Bible declares if you fellowship with darkness, you will become like the darkness. And the darkness and light have no fellowship together. You cannot fellowship light and darkness because light will drive out darkness. Light and darkness cannot stay in the same room. Right now we have lights on in this on this broadcast. If I shut the lights off, if I kill the lights, if I get rid of the lights, there's darkness. But once I turn the lights on, no more darkness. So we have to understand and and, and get a hold of God's perspective to live out our life according to that correct vision. How do I look at the world? How do I look at myself? And if you're looking at yourself and, and you're looking at things and on the inside you're feeling mixed up or twisted or, or uh, you're confused, you need to get the truth. You need to get the correct vision. You got to get the correct view. And the way you get that is by keep searching, searching in God's word, talking to him, fellowship with him, Speak to him and te- pour out your heart to him and tell him what is going on in your life and then listen for his response and then line it up with the word of God. Listen and line it up with the word of God. Sometimes we hear things on the inside. They're not the Lord. But how do we know it from the Lord? It will never contradict his word. It will never go against who he is. It won't go against his character. You know who Jesus is. You know what he's about. You know, line that up with his word. If it doesn't line up with that, if it comes against that, that's not the Lord speaking and whispering to you. He'll never whisper things to you that brings you shame. He'll never whisper things to you that causes you to feel less about yourself. He will correct you and make you feel good about yourself at the same time. Because when the Lord corrects you, He shows you that you're in error. He shows you that you're wrong, but in the same time, gives you hope. He gives you hope knowing that you're, you've messed up and he's showing you the way to get out of that so that it'll quit robbing from your life. And God will speak to you, correct you, humble you, but at the same time, give you a sense of peace and hope 
and knowing in an assurance that he doesn't cast you away, that he's not ashamed of you. He just wants you to come up higher. So we're learning on his perspective. I know this was a little bit quick and I, and later on we'll go into this a little bit deeper and, and I'm going to ask the Lord to, to show me some things about it, more to bring it out in, in a, a more clear way. But get God's perspective, learn of him, see who he is and walk in his ways and look at things. When you hear things on the news or you hear things in our nation or when it comes to legal things or the laws or the changing of laws, what does God say about it? If it doesn't line up with what God's view is, then you are looking at it out of perspective and it's incorrect and it's the wrong view. So we've got to get our eyes, get our heart, get our mind, get it all lined up in God's perspective and then walk that out. Then we can walk in the, in the ways of love and we can walk truly helping people, loving people out of a place of darkness, not loving them and letting them stay in a mess, but loving them out of a place of darkness into a place of healing, into a place of deliverance so that they can walk out and become more like Christ. And then the world will begin to change more and more. The more that we become like Christ and show his love, his goodness, his grace, and his mercy, and the truth of who he is, that there is only one way to get to God, and that's through Jesus Christ. And I pray if you've never asked him to come into your life, if you never surrendered your life to him, do it today. Just say, Lord, I'm asking you to come into my life. Change me. I believe you are who, who you said you were, that you died on the cross for me, that God raised you from the dead. And I confess with you, with my mouth right now that you are Lord. I'm asking you to come into my life. Change me. Be my Lord and Savior. You say that to the Lord God and you mean it in your heart. And I promise you tomorrow will be a better and a brighter day. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for opening up people's eyes and the truth of who you are. And Lord, help us to get the correct perspective, the correct view of who you are, the correct view, Lord God, the correct view of of life and everything that we're dealing with to look at it through your eyes, through your perspective, so that we will see correctly. And Lord, we thank you for revealing to us. Show us your way, Lord God, and let us help us to, to have the courage to stand up, to do right, and to be more like you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.